Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for those who want to go deep on topics such as entrepreneurship, personal growth, social media, wellness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, retired corporate girl turned full-time online influencer and entrepreneur. There's no gatekeeping here, just real and raw conversations that are meant to raise your vibe and elevate your life. Are you ready? Let's go. super, super excited to have you on, Rachel, to the High Vibe Podcast. I know this is going to be a good one and I know my community is going to love it. So if you guys don't know Rachel, Rachel Truax is an electronic music producer, traveling content creator, and manifestation lover. She's moved overseas alone more times than any of us can count, consistently trying to outgrow versions of herself by getting out of her comfort zone. She's been self-employed for the last three years, focusing on creativity and energy rather than logic and societal pressure. Rachel, welcome to this show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you, Tori. I'm so honored to be here. Like you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So I would love to kind of jump in and really hear your story of how did you even get into the travel content creation space? You know, how'd you get started? Did you always have a background? Because you make really professional content. So was this always something that you were doing or how'd you get started into it and kind of like where you are now? It's been such a flow, honestly. Like I would not have pinned that this is where I would have been. But when I went to college, I just realized I didn't like any of the majors. And so I worked with the university to basically create photojournalism as a major at the school. And then from there too, I was like, I don't know if any of these classes are for me. So I ended up creating some of my own courses where I got class credit to basically travel around the country and tell stories of like unique people. So I went to like Hawaii, Oregon, um, and just traveled around and got content and just mm-hmm. that's how I ended up <laughs> getting my degree. Um, wow. So yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I can change the game a little bit. Um, and like the the normal path might not be the hell yes for me. So mm-hmm. from there, um, I worked some more nanny jobs. Um, and then someone close to me ended up passing away, which kind of like snapped me into the world that I'm in now because I was like, wow, life is short. You never know. Um, So then things got fun and (laughs) I basically from there just started connecting with as many people as possible. And a lot of the people I ended up connecting with didn't go to college and they were like very successful travel creators. And I was like, okay, this is doable. Like I didn't really need to go to school. Maybe I'm glad I did, but Mm -hmm. like I can actually just basically follow in the footsteps of these amazing humans that I'm coming across and just kind of started learning how to pitch brands, and then basically realized if I'm in cool tropical places, that's when I make the most money because brands want content in epic places. So I was like, (laughs) cool, I can move to Hawaii for four months here, four months there. Um, And the more I travel, the more money I can make. And that's when things really started to pick up and like the belief in myself started being like, okay, okay, we got this. Like, um, Wow. So from there, I just kept creating a lot of content and I've just been so multi-passionate. It's been like a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. So then I learned how to shuffle and like went that route for a little bit. And then um, now I'm producing music and going that route more. Um, But overall, just like my goal with this human experience has just been meet as many cool people as possible, create as much as possible, like anything my soul wants to create. I just want to like get it out. (laughs) I love that. That's been my journey. (laughs) 
I absolutely love that. But that is such a, an epic story. And I love that you really met these people that kind of expanded your mindset on what's possible, which is, I think it's, that's such a key point, whether it's following people on the internet or meeting people in real life and like having people just kind of expand you into what's possible. Because I think a lot of us, like we just don't know, or we don't dream or we don't even think about it. So I want to touch on the topics of just like travel content creator. Cause I know that's, that's like when people think of like social media and content creators, they think of the travel space a lot. And I know you've been doing it, you know, like successfully. And I would love to hear kind of like your tips and tricks. And I love what you said when you're like, the more I travel, the more money I make, like the more I get paid. And I'm like, that's an awesome mindset to yeah. have. Like that's such because <laughs> a lot of people don't don't think like that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I kind of want to hear your your story of really how you started to monetize this space and like what it looked like in the beginning. Like were you just doing trade with with places to stay and then trying to get brand, you know, brand deals and other aspects or like what did it look like and how has it evolved? <sighs> Okay, so I didn't actually end up trading with properties until like further in to my journey when I realized mm -hmm. that like properties want content. So it started with brands mm -hmm. and I just like I've had a lot of little interesting jobs and lessons that have taught me like more about sales. And mm -hmm. so I just learned how to pitch myself and I just started reaching out to brands um, just saying like, here's the work I've done. I would love to just you know, my prices were really low to start and they were mm -hmm. fair. Um, but right off the bat, I was like, I don't really want to trade with brands. Like I, I think everyone should get paid right, right away. Yeah. Just like put a really nice portfolio together and brands just started sending me stuff and paying me more and more each time I raised my prices every time I worked with a brand again. Um, mm -hmm. so there's brands that I've worked with like 10 times and my prices are like quadruple what they were when I started. Cause you just keep mm -hmm. getting better, increasing your prices. Um, so yeah, just pitching your work is like a really important thing to learn because yes, you can manifest and attract all the things and brands will eventually start reaching out to you. But if you know how to get their attention and hit that trigger point of what they need in order to make more sales, then that's when you start getting brand deals. I love that. And so as far as the work, were you mainly creating content for the brand and then they could use that on their own platforms and their own commercials and stuff like that? Yes. I would not consider myself an influencer. So there was never a time where I posted um, to get paid. I basically mm -hmm. create the content and then send it to them. A lot of times, I would say 90% of the content I make for brands never sees the light of day on any of my social channels. So okay. yeah. <laughs> so you're like full on content creating for the brand and, and so that they can use that. And brands always need more content to post and to promote. And I think that's a great yep. way to monetize it. I think a lot of people get hung up that they don't have enough followers or they can't monetize their social media, but like you've been monetizing it and, you, and figuring out different routes yeah. to do it and really like, what's the need? Like, what do these brands need? So I love that yep. because it kind yeah. of just gets rid of the excuse of like, I don't have a million followers. So like I can't monetize it or I can't become a travel creator because I mean, your page should have like a million followers. Your travel content oh is God, insane. Like it's <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so elevated and so professional. And every time I see your stuff, I'm just like, it's amazing. It's absolutely so amazing. Nice. Are you fully self-taught or did you like take any courses or programs or when you were in um, school, were you doing? So yeah, I mean, I majored in photojournalism, but okay. I would say my professor was um, a National Geographic photographer like 25 years ago. So the way that he taught photography was like 
it couldn't have been more different from how you actually shoot content today. So I basically Mm -hmm. had to relearn everything and no, I never paid for a course or anything like that. I just, I don't know, again, like surrounding yourself with the right people and seeing what people are doing, right. I just try to reverse engineer. It's like, I want to create that. Okay. Reverse engineer it. What gear do I need? Um, how much do I need to be traveling? How much do I need to be shooting in order to get to this level? Like reverse engineering is like a huge thing in this Mm -hmm. industry. Yeah. I love that. I I mean, I love that you were just like, I'm just going to learn. I'm going to be a sponge and just like keep on doing it. And I wanted to talk about, I'm going to reverse the conversation a little bit when you were talking about the, just like learning sales and selling yourself. Um, I feel like it, at least from my experience with you, like you really, and it's very respectable. And I mean, this most respectable way, you know, your worth. Like, you know, the value that you provide, you know, your services and you know, your worth. And I don't know if that's just like an energy that you exude or if it's something that you truly are like, no, I've done a lot of work on this. And I know what, like the content that I create and the value that I provide, but I know for creators that is like a a soft spot for a lot of people. Like they don't know their worth or willing to just do work for free or they like devalue themselves. I know for me, I had a lot of imposter syndrome, especially because if you love creating content, you're like, well, I just already love creating content, you know? And like, why, why would I even get paid for this? And that Mm -hmm. knowing my own worth was like a lot of, I had to do a lot of inner work and like beliefs around money and belief about around my own creations and, and what I put out in my values. So I'm curious if you've always just had this persona of like, you know, that your, your work is of high value and worthy of compensation, or if you've done inner work around it and really communicating that to brands. I was not born this way. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I love that question because this is exactly what I want my brand that I'm creating to be like, I want this to be helpful for other creators. Like self-belief is something that you consistently have to work on it's not something that you're just born with. And then like, once you develop it, you're done and you believe in yourself forever. Like this is a constant daily battle that I still face no matter Mm -hmm. how good my content is. And no matter how much I can replicate the best content, like there's always another level and there's always self-doubt. So it's so, so, so important for me to like focus number one on creating this like unshakable belief in myself, because if you don't have that, you slip. And so I've just, I feel like I've been working for years and years and years and years, and I'm still nowhere near where I want to be, but Mm -hmm. I still have that exact same fire as when I started. And it's because of the self-work. So like meditating, affirmations, consistent gratitude, checking in with myself, a lot of alone time. Like there are a lot of things that I have to prioritize rather than just like the hustle and the grind. Like you have to slow down and develop that belief in yourself in order to like keep going and pass push past a lot of the thresholds that are like ultimately never ending yeah I so it's literally never ending journey because like you said there's always another level and even though I've gotten to a point where like I know what my minimum is you know of, of value but like sometimes you're like well, this is definitely worth a lot more than even what I'm used to receiving. And you have to push back and be like, I am worthy of receiving that amount of money. And mm-hmm. like, and really the belief in yourself is it can really hold you back a lot and it can keep you from even taking the actions that you need, right? Yeah. If you don't feel worthy, if you don't lack the belief or if you lack the belief in yourself and don't have the confidence, it can keep you from doing the things that would actually move you forward or propel you to that next step and mm-hmm. next level. 
So I yeah. love that. And I love that you were like, I'm not born this way because I definitely wasn't. I know confidence was not, it wasn't like an innate gift. I know some people are naturally more confident and believe in themselves than others. And I know for me, like my whole life, I've always doubted myself. I've always been that person that doesn't really like believe myself or know my value. And it's just been a lot of mindset work. So what does that look like for you? Like, what are, what are some of the daily practices as far as like, I want to talk about more of the energetics, you know, yeah. of like, how do you believe in yourself? What, what does that look like? What things do you have to mm. go through? And I, I know you mentioned some of it, like meditate, slowing down, journaling, affirmations, all of that stuff. But like, what, how did it start? How did you get into it? Like, when did you realize that you needed to do this work? And how has it evolved for you? I think when it really started to click, I moved to Hawaii in 2019 and spent a summer there. And I found a roommate on Craigslist. Her name is Jessica Haley. She is an incredible human. And she got me into meditation. I was not into meditation before that. And I had like the literal most profound first meditation ever and saw like my whole future unfold, which was actually really like, it sounds dramatic, but it was really eye opening for me. I'm like, wow, if I can just tune into myself on a daily basis, like I am able to basically open this portal to like getting the energy that I'm trying to put out like leveled and I can consistently output this energy, which is a vibrational match for the things that I desire. So once I kind of realized that, then mm -hmm. I've been consistent with meditating and journaling and making sure that I'm in tune with how I'm feeling and what I'm intaking ever since then. So it's, it's been like four years now that I've been consistently doing self work, but I would say there's so many guided meditations on YouTube. Like if you're having a day where you're like, I don't believe in myself, guided meditation for self-worth. YouTube has 50 options, 20 minutes of you tuning in, and you will literally come out with your subconscious starting to become reprogrammed, which is like game changer. So imagine doing that every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes a huge difference. And it's just a little bit every single day. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, like taking a shower, brushing your teeth. Like it's just those little practices every single day that over time make a massive, massive difference. Yes. Um, so I love that. And I, I would love to hear... Because I'm super curious too, as far as like traveling, like I don't do a lot of travel content creation. So I'm curious for someone who's just starting out and wants to, let's see, be a travel creator and do some of the work that you've done. What does that look like? Like, what are some steps tactically, like very tangible in the 3D realm, like tactical steps? And then like, what are some energetic practices that you recommend for someone that just wants to start out? That's a loaded question. I know, loaded question. question. <laughs> um, okay, so steps, let's start with tactical. Yeah, tactical okay. steps. Like, again, pitching, get organized. Like, find all of these Airbnbs you want to stay at and work with. Find all of these brands that you want to shoot content of. Make a very clear list, find their contact information, and send them professional pitches. That's, mm -hmm. that's basically how it goes. And it's a numbers game. Like, I get probably 20 no's for every maybe um, mm -hmm. and one yes for every 10 maybe. So like you, it, you have to just, again, it's like the self-belief thing. If you're pitching your work and you're getting no, 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 no. And that's what stops you. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, you're probably not going to get a lot of brand deals. You're probably not going to get a lot of Airbnbs that want to work with you because you're like, you're not pushing past the thresholds of no's. So you have mm -hmm. to just, I would say pitch as much as possible and make sure that your pitches are like personable to each 
brand and Airbnb don't just blast the universe. Like copy and paste, yeah. yeah, don't copy and paste, like make something like a special touch for each message. But that's a great way to actually start getting and you will start getting yeses. Like once you are sending hundreds of emails, there are more and more and more yeses. And then as you shoot content, that content now goes into your pitch and your portfolio is better and better and better and better. And you're getting more luxury Airbnbs working with you and brands that can pay you more. And it's, it's consistency. Yeah. In your pitch, when you're sending out pitches, you also have a portfolio of your work, like mm -hmm. video, photos, stuff like that. Just like proof of like, this is what I can shoot and what I can do. Right. Yep. And so someone who's never gotten a deal, you maybe just tell them like, at places that you stay or wherever you go, or wherever you travel, like capture that to use in your portfolio. Like, yeah. Yeah. So when I was first getting into video, I had a friend tell me like, you need to just take one trip and mm -hmm. shoot everything. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like you have to invest <laughs> in yourself. Like just yeah. go shoot everything. Mm -hmm. And any content that you see that resonates with what you want your brand to be like, save it, put it in a folder and try to go mm -hmm. like replicate that. And then that's mm -hmm. your portfolio. So that kind of stuff helps too. It's like you just just keep shooting, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just go for it. So I have another question when it comes to like tactics of this stuff. I've done a couple, like just here and there, like few travel deals. And as far as like my own travel expenses, so like mm -hmm. airfare, gas, or like Ubers, anything that I need to do, there's certain expenses depending on the the company. Like let's say it's a tourism board where some some things are covered. And I'm guessing if you're working with an Airbnb, there's probably you know you're like your flight to this destination. I'm guessing wouldn't be covered. Or or are there certain expenses that are like normally covered you know like if someone's pitching like what is a normal like trade as far as expenses go when it comes to working with properties and hotels um it depends so i have yet to have an airbnb pay for my flights like full mm -hmm. transparency i've paid for every single flight so but again like i'm still so far from where i want to be i know so many creators that have just kept the consistency going and everything is not only paid for, but then they get paid a ton on top of that. So mm -hmm. there's always just like another level up. But yeah, I've definitely worked with Airbnbs. When I hosted that creator trip in the Bahamas, they paid for like our boat tours on top of that and a rental car because any excursion that they wanted content of, I'm like, mm -hmm. you have to pay for us to get there and feed us and like all yeah. the things in order to get content of that specific thing. So you can pitch that too. Um, I would make sure that you don't pitch asking for all of these things unless your portfolio is proof that you can deliver like, something that's mm -hmm. going to bring like genuine value to mm -hmm. the property or brand. I love that. I Okay. So I want to talk about a couple more unless you have more tactical tips. But before I lose my thought and then energetic tips for someone that wants to start a travel creator. Okay. But because you do so much travel content. And I know that like you were, you were in Bali and you're in Hawaii and you're all over the place. How do you keep some type of, of schedule or discipline to edit your content, create your content, like actually work while you're at these beautiful tropical places where like all you want to do is just like be in the water frolicking and, and swimming in the ocean? Because I noticed for me too, like it, it sounds in theory, like so amazing. And, and you're like, I'm in this beautiful location, but like getting work done yeah, for me is very hard. You have to be very disciplined. You're not like in your normal workplace with like your own setup and stuff. So I'm wondering what that looks like for you and how you've been able to manage 
working while you're traveling. Mm. That's a good one too. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I am good at it. But I think Mm -hmm. there's when there's so much to do. And here's the thing when I go on a trip, I'm there for months, usually. So that makes a difference. Like very few times I go somewhere for like a week or two, because that's Mm -hmm. when you like want to indulge and you don't want to work while you're on vacation. When I'm in a place for, you know, four months, like a lot of my days in Bali were spent in cafes all day for like eight, nine hours just doing you know, pitching and work. Mm. And I also, while I was in Bali, did a 60 day song a day challenge. So I wrote a song every single day for 60 days, like aside from all of the adventures and all the other work, but you just have to, for me, I have to decide that it's a Mm non-negotiable and then make sure that I time block accordingly. Um, Otherwise you can definitely get lost in the sauce, but if it's a non-negotiable and you're like, I, this is my time to sit down and do this. Um, eventually it becomes a habit and you like look forward to that time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think obviously being in the place long enough where like you can indulge, but then also get work done. Like you're saying like four months, uh, you're basically, you're living there, you know? So it's, it's new habits that you create Mm -hmm. where for me, it's like two to three weeks and I'm like trying to like vacay, but also trying to shoot content, but also trying to edit. And I'm just like, I don't know how anyone does this. Yeah. So um, that definitely makes a lot more sense. So thank you for my little sidebar yes. Yes. question. <laughs> and, I, and, and now I want to get back to kind of for people that want to do the travel creator, if you have any more tactical steps that you recommend and then just energetically, like how should people, you know, practices that would help people energetically really excel in this field? I would argue energetic is way more important than tactical. So I'm I just agree. Right just, into that. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> so the, here's like what I think about from time to time, which kind of like sucks me back into the belief in myself. Pretend there are literally two universes. In universe A, you're taking the exact same action steps as universe B, but you don't believe in yourself. In universe B, you're taking the exact same action steps, but you do believe in yourself. You could do the exact same things, write the exact same emails, meet the same people. And if you do not believe in yourself, universe A is going to have a very, very different outcome than universe B. So So like the tactical steps are obviously important. You have to take aligned action and manifestation. But if your energy is not a vibrational match for the things that you desire, you are repelling the people and experiences and things that you want to come into your life because you're not a vibrational match. So (laughs) it's so important to align your energy with these things that you desire. And that's something that self-belief is that high vibration, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so, so, so important. So I don't know where I was going with this. We were just talking about like, and and yeah, just energetics, because that's something that I, I've always been kind of, I've learned a lot with energetics, with personal development and stuff like that. And then I think sometimes if you're not doing the work and doing it daily, it's easy to lose touch with it and revert back to old habits. Mm -hmm. And like those default thoughts, you know, like I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Like, you know, maybe this was just all a facade. Like I've had those thoughts where I, I reached like massive success in like one year of doing what I'm doing and then thinking, oh, it's not going to last, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, why the hell mm-hmm. am I having those thoughts? So it really is a daily practice and tuning in. Yeah. And so I know you're talking about meditation and stuff like that. And I would love to dive deep or at least, you know, share a little bit about some tactics for energetics of what you teach in your course, 
you know, a manifestation mm-hmm. creator academy like, or what you will be teaching yeah. when people join in, into it? Like what would they learn from that course? Yeah. I mean, there's very specific steps to manifestation. Like quantum physics is a real thing and they're discovering that more and more people like Joe Dispenza have mm-hmm. this like nailed. And so in the course, I basically go over your thoughts are alive. They are energy. And so are the things that you desire. Like the, the person that you're waiting for, like your soulmate or like the friend group that you're trying to meet or like the trip that you want to go on, all of those are radiating some sort of vibrational frequency. And so your thoughts also are radiating a vibrational frequency. And so in the course, I basically just have very clear steps for how to get your thoughts to a place that are like energy outputting the same frequency as the things you desire. And quantum physics, I swear, within sometimes like milliseconds, quantum physics has no choice but to energetically magnetize those things together. And it is being wild. Once you get more into this and you learn how to control your thoughts, you can go Mm -hmm. from a state of lack of self-belief and frustration and worry to a state of confidence and self-belief and gratitude in a matter of seconds. And you will get a text. You will get a phone call. Something will happen in your human experience that is out of the blue. And you're like, where did that come from? I didn't take any action. And the universe mm-hmm. is like, no, 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 your, your energy went from this vibration to this vibration. And the thing that you want is there. So boom, <laughs> like yeah. uh, it is wild. So in the course, align. I just, yeah, yeah. So in the course, I, I just that. go over more clear steps um, as to how to get there. And I have visual representations that I've created of how to visualize the things coming to you and embody mm-hmm. that in your meditations, because like visualization is huge like visualizing mm-hmm. the things that you desire makes you an energetic match so yeah I go over a lot of that in the course <laughs> I love that can you share some of your stories like when you had these moments where you elevated your own own vibe or your own self-belief and then just like magic happened the universe just like you know like yes. put something that you didn't even have to take action for I want to hear some stories <laughs> oh my god Tori there's <laughs> there's thousands but like mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, there was a time when I was in Hawaii and I was sitting on the beach with a friend and there was a helicopter that went by and she was like, Oh my God, have you ever done a helicopter tour? And I was like, no, I would never. I'm deathly afraid of helicopters. And I just kept saying the word helicopter and I'm like, okay, bye. And I get in the car and close the door. And someone I had not talked to in five years messaged me and was like, Hey, we're doing a helicopter tour on the North shore um, in a couple hours, like, can you get here? We need an extra model to be in the helicopter. I'm not kidding you. And so I said the word helicopter so many times that I was a, such a vibrational <laughs> match that this human I had not talked to in like five plus years reached out and was like, Hey, come on this helicopter. So I did it terrified mm-hmm. and scared. And it ended up being amazing. Um, wow. I have so many stories like that, where it's like instantaneous vibrational matches. And there was, when I was in Bali, I was driving on my scooter and saw they have giant posters for um, artists who come into town and play at this famous club called Savaya. And there was a poster of an artist. And I was like, I'm going to meet her because I'm trying to get into this genre of music too. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to meet this person. I just know it. And they DM'd me and they were like, hey, do you want to go island hop and swim with mantas? Because apparently we had a mutual friend who connected us because they knew that she wanted some underwater content. So 
these things, and I didn't have to reach out. Like these things, when you're in this high vibrational state of knowingness, that's the key is like knowingness. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to have this experience. I'm going to meet these amazing people. Like again, boom, <laughs> like it yeah. will happen in the most insane ways. So I won't bore you with the 10,000 stories, but like, that's why I mean, I-, I love hearing that. I feel like the stories <laughs> are just like the proof, you know what I mean? Cause I know that manifestation and energetics, like it can sound woo woo to a lot of people, but I mean, it really is just your own spiritual practice of like connecting with this energy that's all around us. Like when you, and I I think the most simple way to put it is like when you're in a room with someone or when you're talking to someone, you pick up on a vibe, on an energy Mm -hmm. and you're either like, I'm really attracted to this person. I really like them. Or you're like, we're not, we're not the vibe. And it doesn't matter what's said. It's just like an innate energy that's being exchanged. And that is everywhere, all around us with people, with things, with like just constantly flowing. And so I like what you're mentioning about just like getting in tune with that and then making it work for you, you know, and like really connecting your own self-worth and your own self-belief with the desires that you want and like getting those things on the same page. Because I truly believe that our desires are there for a reason. They're just not there to be dreams and pie in the sky, like, oh, maybe one day, like we're meant for those desires. And so if we can match our own self-worth and our own self-belief in ourselves to those desires, like that's when like magic happens, you know? So I absolutely love that. And I love that you're taking that aligned action with your creator journey and you're doing this for creators because it's just not talked about enough. You know, in in this industry, it's all about like, you need to be consistent and you need to post this many times and you need to do all this stuff. And like you said, like the tactical stuff matters, but if you don't have that belief in yourself or in your, that self-worth, like it doesn't matter. You can take the exact same steps and have totally different outcomes, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So I love that. And I, I love hearing your story because it's just, it's just like such big proof. Okay. <laughs> I want to dive in. I have like so many lists of of questions and I would love to hear some of the biggest lessons that you've had as, Mm. as a creator, as an entrepreneur, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've had in your years of doing this? Oh, wow. This is like, yeah, again, it's loaded, but I'm just going to be vulnerable because like full transparency. I don't want anyone to think like, oh, she's got her vibration figured out and now everything's easy for her. Like it, again, it's a, it's a daily practice in order Mm -hmm. to get yourself into a place of attracting. And I probably have more self-doubt than most people, but the difference is that I'm taking the time to learn how to snap out of it very quickly and recognize that I can observe it rather than embody it. Um, Mm -hmm. But there have been a lot of lessons like financially, this is not a consistent thing to be doing when you're multi-passionate and creative and want to do a lot of different things. You can't just immediately snap your fingers and be like, I'm going to make money from this right now. So Mm -hmm. it's tough. Like I spent Bali just focusing on music production. Like I went there and yes, I created a lot of content, but I didn't get paid. I didn't work with brands while I was out there. I was focused on just making music and used my savings to live out there. And mm-hmm. it got to a point where like, I've gone to bed hungry a couple times in the past year because wow. I genuinely couldn't afford to eat. And then there have other been other times where I had like tons of money flow in from like the easiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like two text messages got me like large chunks of money. So there's, there's such 
it's when you're in this type of lifestyle where you're really trusting the universe to have your back, like there are going to be higher highs and lower lows than if you're in a consistent, steady, stable place, <laughs> like mm-hmm. working one job in one place. And there's one is not better than the other. Like if you don't aspire to travel and do all of this, like stability is really nice, honestly. Yeah. But I just feel like my soul has always been just craving more. And so I've been, I've pushed past a lot of thresholds of not actually being able to afford to eat Mm -hmm. um, in order to do this. And again, that kind of stuff really wrecks your self-doubt. But those are the times that I'm like, thank you for this. Because if I didn't have this experience, I would not have like developed even more belief in myself because Mm -hmm. I've been like, okay, universe, if this is what you want me to experience, like I'm in an aligned high vibrational state. So if I'm going hungry right now, like let's fucking do it because there's something that is, I'm supposed to learn. There's something that you're trying to teach me. Like there's an energetic thing that's going to level me up. And that's like the biggest lesson I would Mm -hmm. say is like when you're going through hardships you have to take every single thing that happens to you as a fuck yes even if it's not something you desire and just make sure that you're staying in that high vibrational state because everything that is meant to happen when you're in that high vibrational state will happen so if something is like bad and you're like well I was trusting the universe Kate just keep trusting it like it's going to be okay and that's something that a lot of people have a hard time with is like still trusting the universe when Mm -hmm. things aren't going according to like how you thought they were supposed to go. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. And I, I think it's so true. And a lot of things that were coming up for me when you were saying that, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of a Amanda Francis. I I love her. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've, I've read her book. (laughs) It's like back, I've read her book like a thousand times and like, I actually invested in her uh, money mentality makeover course okay. as well. Like, it, like she's just a whole vibe. But one of the things that she constantly repeats and constantly says is that it's not faith until it looks like it's not going to happen, and you still believe. Yeah, and it's it's so true. And like when it looks like it doesn't happen, but you still believe with all of your heart that your desires are going to come through and they're going to manifest in some way, shape, or form. Maybe in a different way than you anticipated or that you thought, but that they're still going to come through. Like that's when true faith is exercised, but it's so hard in the moment to not give in to the doubt and not give in to the, to the fear. And another thing that she mentions a lot in, in her book, in her courses, and a belief that I am trying to subscribe to as well, because I, you know, like as a content creator, like you'll have really big months. And then all of a sudden it's like, nothing comes in for the next month. And you're like, was that just a facade? Like, am I never going to get another deal ever again? Like, and and then it's easy to revert back to like those fears, the self-doubt, the lack of confidence. And even though you're good for a couple months, like, you know, like if you're not bringing in new income or other ways, it starts to run out. And one of the things that she talks about in her course, in her book, is she she's in the coaching industry, you know, like we're creating courses, launching programs and coaching where it's a very, very similar as the creator economy where you have like really big months, you know, like you sell out your course or you sell out your program and then you have nothing for like three months or six months and it's like not consistent. And something that she was saying when she was getting started, she was like, I just, I'm not going to believe that that's going to be how, how it's going to work for me. She was like, I'm going to believe that I can structure my business and make a consistent income every single month, even though that's not the norm 
for the, for coaching, you know, like it wasn't the norm. It was, you have really high highs and you have really low lows. And that's kind of like where I've, I've been as like really high highs and really low lows. And I always thought I talked to other creators and that was kind of the norm. And she was saying, you know, like, what if you just like redefined these, these beliefs a little bit mm-hmm. and, and thought about a different way or how you want it to play out. And so that's a new belief that I'm currently still working on because yeah. I'm still, you know, and like, and especially when it is the norm in the industry, you know, like it, as a traditional creator, when you, especially when you're starting out and you're growing, it is very normal to like have a big month and then low seasons. And obviously our job is, it, well, maybe not for you, but like with like influencer marketing, it's seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the holiday seasons and summer it picks up in January, there's no emails nothing's coming in. Like all, like the brands are still on vacation. They haven't even figured out their budget for the next year. So like, it's one of those things where, okay, like maybe that is how the creator economy works, but maybe how can you diversify it or like reframe the story to make it work for you? And again, I'm not saying that, that there's anything right or wrong, but I'm saying like, that's something that I'm working on myself. Because it's it's a reality that I faced similar to yours, where like you have really high highs and really low lows. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm ready for maybe some stability in my life, you know? Yeah. And like yeah. and like how how can I get that? And it might mean I have to make a couple shifts in my energetic alignment and then tactical stuff, right? Like maybe I need to bring in create a different offering or do something different where I have some more consistency and doing those tactical stuff. So those are just like things that I've been toying with for just like a little food for thought, because Mm -hmm. I mean, I know like everything that you said is a hundred percent true in this economy. Like it has its fluctuations for sure. But I also think maybe there's other realities that we can try and play with, you know, especially and like, and just see how, how it works out. I love that. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because I mean, I'm going through it too. So yeah. I'm definitely not alone, but it's stuff that like I'm, I'm working through as well. And she talks about it a lot where she was just like, yeah, like that's not the reality that I want to live in and I'm going to create something different. And I was like, I like that. Like, cause you, yeah. you know, and I like, and I think that's like a really awesome belief is that the cool thing is, especially when you're working for yourself, like you get to make your own rules and you get to decide how you want things to play out for you. Yes. You know? Yes. You know? So that's really cool stuff. And I think, you know, like I think all of the hardships and everything that you've gone through, you've gone a lot of, you've gone through a lot of stuff that most people will never have to go through. Yeah. But that also means that you've learned the most lessons, you and know? I'm here I, for that. Yeah. You have to just like, my mindset, and I'm sure you have a similar one, is like, how can I become the absolute best version of myself? Like, it's not through butterflies and rainbows. Like, the it's best through those qualities. discomfort. Yeah, like the top qualities that I appreciate about myself are qualities that I got during the hardest times of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boundaries and the standards that I set for my life were during the hardest times. So you just have to be here for the whole ride. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be ups and downs. Like no, no matter what, anyone that wants to start entrepreneurship or content creation or anything where they're working for themselves, there are going to be the freaking roller coasters, like yeah. energetically, financially, like yeah. it, it, it's going to be filled with ups and downs. But I think at the end of the day, when you look back, you're like, fuck yeah. Like I went, yeah. I went through all of that and yeah. it was all worth it. You know, yeah. like everything works out for you yeah. at the end of the day. And I'm sure you can look back at some of your darkest times and hardest moments. And like you came out of that and you came out of that stronger. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's, that's another lesson that I would really love to just help like people embody is like when you're going through those dark times, like just let yourself feel it because you're going to come out better if you choose mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Obviously it's a choice, but like if you choose to, you will. And so then you're going to be a better person every single time. So yeah, you just have to be along for the ride and and just trust, which is like really freaking hard. It's so hard. <laughs> like that is like it's because I mean, we're just programmed not like the uncertainty and un- unknown of those things and especially when it doesn't look like it's going to work out in your favor. Like trust and having faith is so so difficult. So, yeah. what are some things that you've done during those times to either like go through it, let yourself process, obviously, but like to still maintain that faith and that knowing, like, what are, what are some things that you've done or practices that you've instilled? Maybe there's um, someone that's going through it right now, you know, like, what would you say? Yeah. To them? Yeah. So one thing that's really helped me is Joe Dispenza came up with this. It's called a mind movie. So you basically, it's like a vision board as a movie. So you take all of the photos of your dream life. I pull them from like Pinterest and Google images and you put them to the beat of your favorite song. You can edit it in CapCut or Premiere or whatever video editing software you have. And it's basically all of these photos of your dream life. And for 10 minutes, mine, I think my, my movie is like 11 minutes long. I have this embodiment of like, I'm watching a movie of my life. And it's like a non-negotiable. So all the places I want to go to, all of the outfits I want, all of the people I want to meet, the type of love that I'm looking for, all of that is in this mind movie. And I just like I tune out for like 11 minutes and just let myself watch this and be like, this is my life. So like, it doesn't matter what's happening right now because like, this is my future. And so I get myself in these dark states to like, just for 10 minutes, a higher elevated vibration. And Mm -hmm. the difference that that makes is wild because then you can go back to crying. I'm not saying like suck yourself out of your sad vortex and just try to feel better. Like you really need to feel it, but Mm -hmm. you also need to like, tell yourself that you have control as well and that it's not the end of the world and so having this mind movie that I can visualize what my dream life is and just go into that vortex of like hey it's all going to be okay that makes a difference and it's fun too and this is something that's going to be a huge part of Manifesting Creator Academy is vision boarding because my vision board is very confusing at this point because I made it a few years ago and I've done a quarter of the things that are in there and so I'm watching it and I'm like wait, now I've gone there. I've gone there. I've had that type of love. I've done this. I've, I have friends that make me feel like this. And so it is now becoming my reality. So when I watch it, I believe it even more because I'm like, wow, this is very similar to the life I've created. And I've, I've had very interesting synchronicities come up. And then I watch my mind movie and I'm like, wow, I stood in that exact spot and it wasn't even, I didn't even plan to go there. Like someone took me there randomly. Like Mm-hmm. So many weird synchronicities. So that's I love one that. Technique. I've never heard of a mind movie. That sounds like yeah. I'm excited to make a mind movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds, I'll help you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds amazing. And and like you said, like it's not about like avoiding the and avoiding the the emotions that you need to process. Because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I think if you hold that in, you bottle that in, and you don't actually process it. Like that's toxic too. You know, like yeah. It, and we're not talking about like toxic positive positivity, but you don't have to stay there. 
and wallow in there and like, and live in that space and then never come out of it, you know? And it's a choice to start to see things differently, start to watch a mind movie that you've created to remind yourself of why, you know, where you're at, but where you're going more importantly and align yourself with that. So I absolutely love that. What was the inspiration for starting MCA? I think like you were saying, there's a lack of talk of mindset in this industry. And there I've gotten so many DMs from random people that I went to high school with and other people who found me and they were just like, how do you do it? Like, how do you like stay in this state of like believing in yourself while you're doing this? And I was like, this Mm -hmm. is interesting. Like, I didn't actually realize how many people struggled with mindset um, and consistent mindset work. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like I've definitely just been like, okay, I got to have my own back and get through it and just believe mm-hmm. in myself. But now I'm realizing like, I would love to be just the vessel that helps other people believe in themselves too. And realize that it is possible. And there's like, I don't want people to waste time. And my biggest question mm-hmm. for this brand is like, what will you regret not doing? Because I would love to be the fire under your ass and like light that lighter to be like that you can do it and like do it now because the best experiences that I've had and like the coolest synchronicities have been when I just decided when I wasn't ready that I was just going to do it anyway. And you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be ready. And if you just do it, I swear you'll be like the abundance that's going to come to you. And you're just Mm going to be like, I'm so fucking glad I believed in myself and took the risk to move to that place or go put myself out there and try these new things or, you know, anything that it is in this creator industry regarding like making a big shift. I just Mm -hmm. want people to feel supported in that and also know like, yeah, the tactical sides of how to shift your mindset to a place of being a vibrational match, because that's all it is. Like everything is vibration. If you're not a vibrational match, you're not going to attract it to you. So once you are a vibrational match, that's when like your whole entire life can change and you can consistently learn how to shift into that state of like vibrational match, vibrational match. And it's not that things don't get tough, but you know, like I can shift back into that and then I'm going to start attracting again. And that's like such a power. It's a superpower once you know that you can do that. So, oh, I love that. I feel like this time has literally flown by. There's been so many freaking golden nuggets in this episode. And I know that my community is going to get so much value out of this. So if they love you as much as I do, which I'm sure they will, where can people find you? Where can they get on the waiting list for MCA? Like all the things. And I will also link it down below in the description. Thank you. So my Instagram is Rach underscore true TRU and the website is manifestingcreatoracademy.com. So you can get on the wait list. Mm -hmm. There's a free PDF you can download, but uh, it'll be launched July 1st. So stay tuned. I'm so grateful that you (laughs) let me come on here. So thank you so much. I, I had an amazing time talking with you and I know everyone did too. So thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinashino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.